verse. I'm going to read a verse and um, and then uh, say a few things. And, and then we're going to sing a few more congregationals. Um, and they are up to you. I'm uh, going to sing a few favorites and haven't done that in quite a while. But uh, the message is on this topic. We need to sing. And... Um, and so I want to look at it, and uh, um, I know I said last week we don't need concerts, we need preaching, but I want to add to that statement, singing will be the natural course when God is working in the heart, and you will want to sing. In Psalm 106, and uh, just one verse to get us going here, in verse number 12, it says, Then believe they his words, they sang his praise. Then believe they his words, they sang his praise. I've always said that um, I think our singing is like a spiritual thermometer for us in our lives. Show me someone who has no desire to sing praises to God, and I'll show you someone who's struggling spiritually. And uh, I've been there. You've been there, probably. And uh, we have been studying in our school class the life of Moses and uh, teach the 7th through 12th grade Bible class. And we're in a part now where they've just crossed the Red Sea. And after Israel crossed the Red Sea and they were delivered and Pharaoh was destroyed, Exodus chapter 15, they sang. And uh, Moses gathered all the people together and they sang, For the Lord had triumphed gloriously. And uh, they sang a song. When they were done singing later on in chapter 15, Miriam gathers the ladies together, and they sing praises to the Lord for the great victory that uh, he had brought to them. Um, I believe that, uh, as has been said uh, often, that singing prepares the heart for the preaching time and uh, the instruction in God's Word. And I am not going against that. Uh, actually, I came over here, and me and Brother Tyler had a quick conversation about it. Uh, I, I believe that music does, as it gets our hearts, our mind in tune, right? And what singing should be for is lifting up our praise and worshiping the Lord, getting our mind on these spiritual things, and uh, I believe that's important. Uh, but I had a conversation with him because uh, the more I've been studying this topic, I find that the singing uh, usually followed God's great working. Just interesting to think about when Moses delivered Israel uh, through the Red Sea, they all stopped and they sang. Uh, Miriam then led the ladies in singing. Uh, the Lord gave Israel a great victory in Judges and uh, under the uh, uh, Deborah uh, was being used of God and Barak. And then after the victory, they sang a song uh, Israel did together. Uh, when David came back from victories, the, the women uh, led in singing how David had slain his ten thousands. Uh, when Hezekiah brought reform to the temple and laid out all uh, a revival to come back, uh, the congregation then gathered and sang. The sons of Asaph, uh, after the foundation for the temple was laid to rebuild it, they all gathered and they sang. When Jesus instituted the Lord's Supper, uh, they then went out and they sang a hymn together. And someday, when it's all said and done, we see in the book of Revelation, we'll be gathered around the throne of God singing his praises to the Almighty Lamb who was slain before the foundation of the world. And so I believe that singing is, in many ways, 
a, like I said, a spiritual thermometer or us in tune with not just what we want God to do in our hearts, but our mind is settled on what God has been doing. I mean, let's just be real for a second. That's always good to be real, right? Uh, if, man, when you, you know, maybe as a parent, man, you, you start seeing some things happening in your family. Maybe uh, one of your kids gets saved. That's a glorious thing, amen, uh, when they come to trust the Lord. And, and, uh, or God's been blessing your home and your family, or things have been happening in your life, and God's been speaking to you. And spiritually speaking, if you know what I mean, you're just on cloud nine, right? And you walk into church, you have no problem singing. I mean, you got a big old smile on your face. and That's why uh, I told Brother Slee, I was talking to him about the uh, nursing homes uh, and the new ministry we just started. And, and uh, he said, how many do we have now? I said, well, we got six now. And, uh, and I don't do them all, all right? Praise the Lord. Brother Jeff and his family takes care of Sunday afternoon. They're doing a fantastic job over there. Uh, then uh, Brother Price and uh, his wife are taking care of Tuesday nights. And, um, and then uh, I've been doing the Thursday, Tuesday mornings and the Thursday mornings, but I've also, uh, literally, if I can't make it, they love Brother Matthew, and uh, they, they think he's my son, and we've tried to explain it, they don't understand, we're letting it happen, all right, uh, uh, but, um, but uh, we, uh, uh, you know, we, we, we do it, and Brother Slee said, well, I said, uh, I said, you really enjoy going there, I was like, it's awesome, I was like, uh, you know, we, we have uh, this past week on Thursday at Brookwood, we ended up counting both services, we had, I think, 34, um, not counting any workers sitting in there and not anybody else, and, and there's always others hearing too. And, uh, and I said, it's awesome. I see you gather, you get like 30 people, and you have services, and they all love you. This is awesome. I mean, no one's ever complained. It's like, hey, let's sing another song. Yeah, right? You know, I'm going to preach a sermon. Yeah, I mean, they love it. All right, yeah, anyways, all right? Enjoy going, all right? And uh, they all love me. And they all, afterwards, they're like, can I take a picture with you? Didn't, where's Matthew? At? We got a picture made, didn't we? Yeah, I said, you, you and your son take a picture. I was like, sure, <laughs> right? Uh, we took a picture, right? Um, you know, but, uh, you know, I, I enjoy it because you can tell those that are there, no one's made to go. Those that are there, though, that are saved, man, they love singing. Right. Uh, we had our first service this past Tuesday morning at, at Ma Magnolia Springs, and and uh, we went to the, um, our last services with uh, the dementia patients. And, uh, and uh, they, most of them, they just, they're, they're there, sitting there. But uh, I tried introducing myself, tried to learn some names, didn't get much response. But then we started singing the old Oregon Cross. <laughs> it was fantastic, man. I mean, all that, they just started, their mouth started moving, man, on a hill far away, stood an old rugged cross, and, and, uh, and it brought back these thoughts and, uh, and the preciousness of songs they had sung years ago, and uh, they sing with joy. In every service, man, they just sing with joy, and that should be in our lives, too. And uh, the Bible says in our text again, it says, then believe they his words. They sang his praise. I believe there's a connection there. When we really believe that God is who he says he is. And that God is doing what he says he'd do. And our hearts in tune with the Lord. You can't help but sing his praise. So I want to sing a few more. Maybe songs that are important to you. Brother Tyler, I ask him to stay close. And uh, so, without any further ado, all right?
Who has a favorite song you'd like to sing tonight? All right, Brother Martini. Now, if I don't know the song, you have to come lead it. So here we go. Amazing Love. Help me find a page, everybody. Amazing Love. What is that song? And Can It Be, which is? For, uh, 502. There you go, 502. Now, I'm going to let you stay seated unless you don't sing. All right? Then not only are you going to have to stand, but you're going to be a sermon illustration. All right, so here we go, right? And can it be, let's lift up our voice and think about what we're singing. And can it be that I should gain an interest in the Savior's blood? Died he for me? sing that song without thinking of Brother Hoddle. We always sing it at his church. I just, praise the Lord. Anybody else? Who's next? Who's next? All right. Uh, Brother Price. 480. I want that mountain. All right. 480. I saw the giant of prayerlessness upon the mountain high. He laughed so hard at my amended need. No longer in the wilderness I'll stay and so I cry. I want that mountain, it belongs to me. I want that mountain. Where the milk and honey flow, where the grapes of Esco grow, I want that mountain. The mountain that my Lord has given me. Now, if you listen to the congregation sing, it encourages your heart. Amen. So, Brother Jake, 149. Got to find out what it is when we get there, right? 149, because he lives. God sent his son. They called him Jesus. He came to love, heal and forgive. He lived and died to buy my pardon. An empty grave is there to prove my Savior lives because he
Ah. Uh-huh. 
28. Thank you, Lord. Some thank the Lord for friends and home, for mercy sure and sweet. But I would praise Him for His grace in prayer I would repeat. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Thank you, Lord, for making me whole. Thank you, Lord, for giving to Third verse, 275, it is well with my soul, verse number three. My sin, oh, the bliss of this glorious thought. My sin, not in part, but the
and we're lifting up our voice to you. And in Christ's name I pray, amen. Be seated. In Psalm 106, and in verse number 12, Then believed they his words, they sang his praise. i like us to draw our attention real quick to just four simple thoughts. Don't worry, most of the preaching was an illustration like we just did. But uh, why do we sing? You know, the Bible is full of songs. And we preach the Word of God, but the Bible is full of songs. The largest book in the Bible, the book of Psalms, is a book of singing. Uh, the greatest song that has ever been written by the Holy Spirit, he said so, uh, is the Song of Solomon. The Bible says it is the song of all songs. Um, and so we have the greatest song. Uh, there are multiple other songs uh, that were written and sang in the Word of God. I gave you lots of illustrations already of people who sang. Um, and uh, as the special was tonight, Paul and Silas in the middle of that prison cell at midnight lifted up their voice because God wants us to sing. And I give you four reasons why we need to sing tonight. Number one, it is a matter of obedience. It's a matter of obedience. Uh, we should sing because God commanded us to sing. We're in Psalm. Turn back to Psalm 47 and in verse number 6. Just look at these with me real quick. Psalm chapter 47 and in verse number 6. It says this. It says, sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises unto our King. Sing praises. Amen. It's commanded in Psalm chapter number 66. Psalm chapter 66 and in verse number 2. Psalm 66 and in verse number 2. Uh, well, verse number 1. Make a joyful noise unto God, all ye lands. Sing forth the honor of His name. Make His praise glorious. God wants us to sing. Uh, again, people make a joke out of verse number 1 many times. Make a joyful noise. Uh, but the reality is this. God didn't tell us to sing and lift His name up in praises if you have that talent. God wants all of us to sing. Uh, one of my favorite people to hear sing is Brother Salih. And he can't sing at all. Talent speaking, right? Uh, he'll tell you that. I'm not talking bad about him, right? He told you that, right? He warned me one time. The first time I stood on the platform, he said, I can't sing. I was like, oh. Then he started singing. I was like, you're right. Yeah, all right. No, but, but he loves to sing, and nothing is better. To me, than to hear Brother Salih, Brother Salih start singing, Great is our Lord, and greatly to be praised. In the city of our God, in the mountain of his holiness. And uh, to hear Brother Slee lift up his voice, I love it. I love it. Uh, because God just wants us to sing. Sing. Uh, when we sing in the congregation, you're commanded to sing. It's a matter of obedience. Uh, men, open your mouth and sing. All right? Uh, I praise the Lord for the beautiful voices that God has given the ladies. But men, sing. Uh, to matter of fact, no offense to the ladies. I, ladies, God gifted them with beautiful voices, right? Uh, but uh, uh, there is not much more soul-stirring and powerful than hearing a hundred men lift up their voice in singing. Sing praises, but sing because it's a matter of obedience. Uh, another verse in Psalm chapter number 98, in Psalm chapter number 98, and in verse number 5. Psalm 98, verse number 5. Sing unto the Lord with the harp. With the harp and the voice of a psalm. Sing. It's commanded to sing. The Bible says in the New Testament that is any among you merry, let him sing psalms. 
I, uh, I, could, I have all kinds of verses, but I'm not, but uh, Psalm 135, verse number 3, Isaiah 12, verse number 5, Jeremiah chapter 20, verse number 13, along with many others, it is commanded that we sing. And you and I ought to lift up our voice every opportunity we get to sing because it's a matter of obedience. Did God command us to sing? So when we tighten our lips and we say, no, I'm not going to sing. To him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not. I hate standing in church and be sinning. Amen? Not being truthful. So let's sing. It's a matter of obedience. It is also a matter of uh, obeisance. In other words, praising and thanking him for what he's done. Again, I've already told you about in Exodus chapter number 15, how Moses gathered the people of Israel together and they sang a song uh, because God had triumphed gloriously. Miriam gathered the ladies and they began to sing praise for the victory that God had brought. Can we look at a few more real quick? Let's go back uh, 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 as people sang. Look over in 2 Samuel chapter number 22. Real quick, 2 Samuel chapter number 22 and... Um, Verse number 50 in Second Samuel chapter 22 and in verse number 50. Second Samuel 22 and in verse number 50 says this. Therefore, I will give thanks unto thee, O Lord, among the heathen, and I will sing praises unto thy name. We, we, we praise and we sing the Lord because we want to praise him. And one of the things that we see here, it's good to lift up our voice because those that don't know the Lord yeah. are listening. Amen. Right. Right. They're listening. I believe most everybody in this auditorium has a profession of faith. Praise the Lord for that. If you don't know Christ as your Savior, may tonight be the night that you right. accept Jesus Christ as your Savior. Amen. Greatest decision you ever make is the day you trust the Lord. Amen. Amen. I've, I've met a whole lot of people in my life, and I've met a lot of people that are saved, and never one of them ever said, I regret it. Isn't that amazing? I've met thousands upon thousands of believers, and every one of them are so glad they made the decision. They accepted Christ as your Savior. But if someone were to be lost in our auditorium, and they were standing in the same row as you're in, and we're singing it as well with my soul, but you can't open your mouth and you stare, they're listening. We should sing among the heathen. Yeah. You know, when you're out walking through the store, whistle, sing. You know, it used to be one of my favorite things when Brother Hoddle taught at the school. He knew when he got there. Because every morning, here he was walking through the hallway singing songs, all right? And uh, he, he lifted the spirits of everybody, all right? But sing because he's worthy of our praise. In 1 Chronicles, in chapter number 16, just over a few pages to the right, 1 Chronicles chapter number 16 says this, 1 Chronicles 16, verse number 9, Sing unto him, sing unto him, sing psalms unto him, talk ye of all his wondrous works. When we are singing, we are communicating a message of all the wondrous works that God has done in our life. Our song should be a testimony. We sing, it is well with my soul, not just because somebody wrote it, because we've been there. When that peace like a river. 
We sing that because he lives, I can face tomorrow because there's been times when that's the thing that got me through. But you sing because you're sharing the wondrous works that God has done. In chapter 16 and verse number 23, right where we're at, it says, Sing unto the Lord all the earth, show forth from day to day his what? Sing, let people know what the Lord's done for you and how he saved your soul. Amazing grace. Amen. Let's sing the first verse. Ready? Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I am found. Was blind, but now I see. God did that for us. Amen. I was lost, but now I'm found. Let him know about your salvation. Let this world know. I'll just give you these for time's sake. Psalm chapter 13, verse number 6 says, Sing because he had dealt bountifully with me. Don't you have reason to sing today? God has dealt bountifully with us. In Psalm 18, verse number 49, Sing and give thanks. God daily, as we said this morning, loads us with benefits. And may we sing and lift up our heart in thanksgiving to the Lord. In Psalm chapter 21 and verse number 13, sing and talk of his power. How great thou art. How great thou art. We ought to sing. There's power in the blood. We are lifting up our voice, talking about his great power. In Psalm 57 and verse number 7, same because our heart is fixed. When we are focused upon the Lord and how great He is, you cannot help but sing how worthy He is and thankful for what He's done. Now, I got a whole list of other verses, but the fact is this we ought to sing because it's a matter of obedience. We ought to sing because it's a matter of showing obeisance and praising Him. Number three, turn over to Ephesians chapter number five. Ephesians chapter number 5, we ought to sing because it is a means of outreach. In Ephesians chapter number 5 and in verse number 19. Ephesians 5 and in verse number 19 says this. It says, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Speaking to yourselves. A parallel passage is in Colossians. Turn to the right a few pages. Colossians chapter number 3 and in verse number 16. Colossians 3 and verse number 16, which basically says the same thing as our text did this, this evening. But it says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. And when, when, the word of Christ, when the word of God and the word of Christ dwells in us, teaching and admonishing one another. So in Ephesians, we spoke to ourselves. In Colossians, we are speaking to one another. In Psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Our song should be one of outreach. 
We are commanded to sing, and it's a matter of sharing and worshiping God. And let me tell you, when we gather together, the preaching obviously should be lifting up Christ. That's what all preaching should be. But as a group in our worship to the Lord, we have basically three means of worshiping God when we gather together. And that is we can worship him in prayer, we worship him in our giving, but we also worship him corporately in our singing. We are, our mind and our heart should be fixed and together in unity, we should lift our voices up. And when we sing, it encourages ourselves, and it encourages those around us. I watched, I hope you did too, as we sang together those last few songs and people's favorites. And then we stood and we sang. There was a difference between the first song and the last song. Did you notice people began to praise the Lord? Hands in honor to the Lord were raised. People's minds were getting fixed and thinking. And we began to sing because we were thinking about who we were singing about. It's just a danger for us in church that we go through routines and we begin to sing songs and we do it through tradition. And our minds and our heart is not fixed. When Brother Jordan gets up and lead in a song, may our mind be thinking about what we're singing about. Brother Tyler's leading choir. Choir, may we think about what we're singing about. When we're listening to the choir sing or anyone else who's singing a special, let's think and have our hearts fixed. That's why it helps us to prepare for the preaching of the Word of God because it should be gathering our thoughts and focusing our intention upon the Word of God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Again, it's a matter of outreach. As people, people were, and I don't know, there may be someone lost in the auditorium even tonight that doesn't know Jesus. Hearing God's people sing should stir their heart say what and why do they sing like this what is so special about these songs that people will lift up their voice and a tear will go down a cheek and a hand will say thank you God our singing should speak to ourselves and to one another and if it's the right kind of music sung by those whose heart is directed in the right direction, it will speak to ourselves and to those that are around us. Singing in the Word of God is a matter of obedience and obeisance and outreach. But I am done with this. It's also a means an offering. It's an offering of praise and worship. When we sing, while others may, will be touched and should be through to, we're speaking to ourselves and others, but our song should be directed to God. We should be praising Him. A verse for that in Revelation chapter 15. Turn there and we're all done. Revelation chapter number 15. Revelation chapter 15 and verse number 3. 
when we get to heaven, we'll be singing. God loves music. He created music. Now, the devil knows music. He was created with that ability. He has tried to rob God and to pull people away from God through wicked music. But music should be lifted up, and it will be one day. In Revelation chapter 15, verse number 3, And they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb, saying, Great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are thy ways, thou King of saints. Who shall not fear thee, O Lord, and glorify thy name? For thou only art holy, for all nations shall come and worship before thee, for thy judgments are made manifest. We are one day going to gather around the Lord and sing and lift up our hearts in praise to the Lord. I think it's good for us to start getting into practice right now. Sing every opportunity we get. Miss Lauren, I assume you're playing invitation. Will you come to? And I want us all to think one more time as we sing my favorite hymn, My Jesus, I Love Thee. And I want us to turn there, all right, and look at these words, all right, 215, 215. My Jesus, I Love Thee. One day. We'll all sing around the throne. It's a matter of offering our praise to him. Singing is a matter of obedience. Singing is a means of obeisance and worship. And singing is a means of outreach. Knowing that, let's stand and sing all four verses of this song. And then we'll bow our heads tonight. But 215, my Jesus, I love thee. And let's lift up our voice. Jesus, I love thee. I know thou art mine. For thee, all the follies of sin, I resign. My gracious Redeemer, my sin.
challenge, verse 3, sing it together. I'll love thee in life, I will love thee in death, and praise thee as long as thou lendest me. be in heaven in mansions of glory and in delight I'll ever adore thee in heaven so bright I'll sing with the glitter 